and talk on 102.5 U-Rock and the Rocking M app. Before we get going to our weekend losers, it is a chance to win from the Kansas Lottery. Now is the time. That's right. Text in the word sparkling to 785-899-2222. You could be a winner from the Kansas Lottery. Win yourself a uh, instant scratch ticket from the Kansas Lottery for their sparkling promotion they have going on right now. That's right. Sparkle fingers, as Christian likes to do every morning. Given every time he does it, I've got jazz hands going to the background That's right. just to give, just to give to the get, full effect. The mood right. That's mm-hmm. right. So text the word, text in the word sparkling to 785-899-2222. You can be a winner from the Kansas Lottery. Got about three, four winners last week. And so we've still got uh, six more to give out this week. So we got plenty to give out. So people, uh, please text in a sparkling 785-899-2222. All right, on to losers of the weekend. Um, but before, actually, one more thing before we do that. Actually, you know what? We'll get to. We'll do that. We'll do that in the walk off. We'll get the walk off on that. So it's on to losers. Losers of the weekend. Where we? I, I there's there's one massive loser, and I'm guessing that's where Christian's going to go. But maybe he'll surprise me. I I think I'm just lucky here because I'm going first, and I get to be the one to rant about this. I'm sure we'll all get a word in. First off. Real loser of the weekend. Both of my fantasy basketball teams—they're doing awful. But oh, the the real care. the real losers of the weekend. Uh, you could assign blame a couple of different places. Um, I'm gonna go in a slightly different way. The college football playoff committee is my loser of the weekend because your credibility in the eyes of many around the nation uh, is a self-induced shot in the foot right now. They've got some lead pulling to do. Uh, I'm not a kicker, so I I can see where you might disagree with me, but I think we have a set of moving goalposts on our hands. And uh, the explanation, it would seem, for FSU to be out, right, is that eye test. Okay, and it's to say we think that without Jordan Travis, this football team simply isn't as good. It's not one of the four best teams in the nation, and that's been their whole thing this year, right? Is is anyone, you know, your, your local ESPN talking head is quick to remind you that it's not the most deserving. The CFP committee, their job is to put the four best teams, regardless of anything, into the playoff. And that's fine. While it becomes, when you do that, much more subjective than I think any college football fan would like it to be, that's fine if that's your explanation. But if it is, where's Georgia? Because you can't convince me that if you're sticking the four best teams into this playoff, Georgia's not one of the four best teams in the nation. Oh, but you're saying they just lost to Alabama, so it's the timing of the loss and that matters? But if the timing of the loss matters, then you do care a little bit about who's deserving. And, you know, if you won your conference or not, and that would seem to be making you deserving. Uh, But, you know, they lost their most recent game, and because of that, they're out. And, again, that's fine if that's your qualification, but that's a different one from the qualification that left FSU out. Because you can't tell me that a team that won every single game on their schedule, including – Winning their conference, a Power 5 conference, isn't deserving of a playoff spot. And that is, I think, angering not only a lot of people in Florida State. It's honoring or uh, angering a lot of 
college football fans across the nation. And I think it should be embarrassing for the committee because to leave an undefeated Power 5 school out puts so much in the hands of the committee and so much out of, it would seem, play on the field. And so it would seem that when you're watching a game, it certainly means a little bit less because what if you win every single game and the committee just decides that you're not good enough? Now, I will qualify that by saying I am with them. I think Jordan Travis being gone from this FSU squad makes them not one of the best four teams. But that's not for me to decide. They still showed with their play on the field that they deserve to be in there. Uh, that's my two cents on it. I'm sure there are people that will disagree with me because, hey, they're simply not one of the best four teams, and I get that. But I think it's the moving goalpost aspect of this that that tweaks me a little bit, that gets me um, to go on a soliloquy rant. So I'll start by, by, with questions. You're saying the committee got it wrong or the committee got it right? I'm saying that the committee... By leaving FSU out, in theory, got no, 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 no. It it's either got it wrong or got it right. That's all it is. Black and white. First off, I disagree. I think black and white thinking on this is bad. But I think they got it right by keeping FSU out. I think that based on the way that we've seen them qualify teams in the past, this seems to be the wrong decision in the long run. I think they don't have the right explanation <laughs> for this. <laughs> You disagree? No, I yeah. The loser of the weekend is no doubt Florida State football. I feel horrible for Mike Norvell. I feel horrible for those student athletes. I feel terrible for them. You win a perfect 13 0. You won your conference championship. And you so you're undefeated, you're a conference champion of a major of a major power conference. According to the according to the guidelines and to the the the, the stuff that they say the committee says, that should get you in. But there was always that Asterisk in the committee bylines that said injuries will play a part in our decision. You can turn on the television and you can watch Florida State all season long with Travis as the quarterback and see he's a dude and this team is really good because he's that dude. They're still a good team. They're not a really good team. That defense is very good. I will give them that. But they don't really, and even though they had to play their, and the problem is, and this really hurt them, they had to play their third string quarterback against Louisville, not the second stringer. That really hurts. That hurts so bad. Because if the second stringer, if they go out there and they put up 24 points against against Florida State, if they go out, or sorry, against Louisville in the ACC championship game, if they go out and they do that, that's great. What are you trying to say? You're trying to write me something. Just say it. 55 passing yards. 55, 55. yeah. 55. You, I, you hold up 10 fingers like, what's 10 mean? So anyway. You know, <laughs> I can't they played, that And, and high, look, so it's fine. not the freshman quarterback's fault. It's not the backup's fault. I think he had a concussion. It's not Travis's fault. He got hurt. Look, this stuff happens. You found a way to win your last two games. That's great. But here's the thing, folks, and I'll I'll take some heat from this. I don't like it, but the committee got it right. These are the four... Best teams left standing. And by teams, I mean complete teams with all their teams left. Florida State did everything right and did it and, and everything you want to do. But guess what? There are, as of right now, as we sit here on this day, December 4th of 2023, there are still 
well, fading very quickly. Not actually, but <laughs> five power conferences. There's only four spots. One conference is going to get left out. And the ACC as a whole, in its totality, is not a great conference. The SEC this year. The ACC was not as was not that good either. Neither of those conferences. The 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 Pac-12 was fantastic. The Big Ten and the Big 12 were good. The SEC was okay, and the ACC was okay as well. Strength of schedule was a huge part of that. Florida State, I think, had the 55th or 56th strength of schedule. Alabama had the sixth. And yes, it does matter when you lose, and it does matter when you win. All that stuff matters. But you're not the same team without your quarterback. And it's at that, that's, the, that's the hard reality of it. And it stinks. And I'll tell you why moving the goalposts, this is my this is my big gold star moment right here. You wanna why you wanna know why moving the goalposts doesn't matter, Christian Beck Dimmitt? You know why it doesn't matter? I think I do. Because next year there's twelve teams that get in. Exactly. Not four. They set a precedent that's not gonna matter in the coming years. You're not gonna have twelve or thirteen unbeaten teams. You're only gonna have two or three more than likely, of unbeaten squads. And probably less because you're getting these super conferences coming together. So they were able to set a precedent that's going to have no impact going forward with 12 teams. Because guess what? They can't sit there and say, well, you said back in the day, you know, an undefeated team, they can't get in the playoff. Guess what? If you're undefeated next year, you're in. Doesn't matter. Now, you might not get a first-round bye, and then you can debate that. But you're going to be in. So they took advantage of the fact that they're going to 12 teams this year or next year and set a precedent that does not matter. That is my biggest takeaway from that yesterday. It doesn't matter because they're never going to have to go back to that again because they're going to 12 teams next year. Now, if it was, if we take this and say we're going to have a 14 playoff game next year, then you've got some major explaining to do. In fact, it might actually force FSU into the playoff. That is a fair point, actually. Uh, It's funny because that was going to be my ultimate takeaway, too, is at the end of the day, it just makes – it's almost like a a subverted way of promoting the 12-team playoff because now every college football fan is just ready and waiting and chomping at the bit to get to a 12-team playoff because they know that there were not not just Florida State, but you could argue that Georgia – uh, was just as deserving of a spot, uh, deserving with like seven quotation marks because that means different things to different people now. Uh, but there, there were more this year simply than four teams that should have been in this playoff. And, and that is the ultimate takeaway, and I think that should get football fans kind of excited for next year and for the years to come, despite exactly what Ross said, these super conferences that will um, perhaps nullify some of these great seasons on paper. If you have an undefeated season in a super conference, you're going to get in. Yeah, absolutely. So if you you, you go unbeaten in the Big Ten, if you go unbeaten in the SEC, if you go unbeaten in the Big 12, you're going to get in. And there's going to be room for plenty of other players as well. Go look, go look, go look it up on social media. Go look it up on the internet. You can find what the bracket would look like if this was this year. <laughs> because it, it everyone's was, reminding it's, you. It's great. It's a great looking bracket. It's yeah. a lot better than some of the freaking bowl games we're going to have on New Year's Eve. There are some real turds on New Year's Eve. 
Oh, yuck. But, and New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, I should throw that out there. But, yeah, I don't know. It's To me, the, the bottom line is, number one is they set a precedent that they're not going to have to back up. And Florida State got screwed, but the four best teams are in it. And how about the reaction of Michigan seeing that Florida State was not number four and it was Alabama? Crazy, right? <laughs> it was just, they were like, oh, no. <laughs> I think, all right, it, 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 this is coming from a Michigan fan, so take it with a grain of salt. I genuinely believe that reaction was more surprised that an undefeated team wasn't in than it was at Alabama. That being said, as a Michigan fan, I'm worried about playing Alabama. I'm worried in a way that I would be about playing Georgia and I would be about playing Texas, that I'm not about FSU. And is that indicative of perhaps the best teams being there? Certainly. Uh, But yeah, that was, that's a, burning video that's gonna haunt them i think especially if they lose it could and you know here's another thing we've got to get to a break but here's another thing about this whole story is that it all comes down to one big thing every single time it's all about money people don't want to <laughs> see a blowout of in the the semifinals of the cultural playoff have been crap they have been they're always blowouts now last year was a lot better georgia ohio last state was, was fantastic they were better than the title game well yeah that was horrible um but in but for the most part in the history, the semifinals have been bad. And they were trying to avoid what possibly could have been a bad semifinal. Although I don't know. Florida State's defense is really good and it might have been able to slow down Michigan a little bit. So I I, I don't want to throw too much in there, but and it, we also can't forget that the SEC is in bed with the ACC. Or sorry, the AC, sorry, the AC the sorry, I misspoke. The SEC is in bed with ESPN and vice versa. Say, yeah. They're in that. And I don't, and once again, I still believe they got it right. They got the correct four teams in in the correct four spots, and that's fine. It sucks to be Florida State. It truly does, and I feel terrible for you. But that injury was huge. It was so big, and I'm sorry, but the quarterback is the most important position in all of sports, not just football, in all of sports, and yours is injured. And that's a big deal, a very, very big deal when he's that important to your team. So tough, tough, tough break. Like, imagine if Jordan Travis, look, imagine if they beat Louisville and Jordan Travis played, but he got hurt in the Louisville game. My guess is Florida State would be in because yeah, they, would, they would not have any idea of what they look like with the backups in. But because he got injured early in a game that didn't really matter uh, against DeVry or some other program like that, uh, yeah, then, then they had two games to see what they're like without him, and they were nowhere near the same team. So even though they still won, they still weren't the same team. And Alabama continued to get better despite the miracle that happened at Auburn, uh, and they beat Georgia, and that's a, that's a huge thing in the committee's eyes when you knock off the two-time, three-time defending champ and, yeah, all that stuff. I don't know what more you want Florida State to do. That's my thing. Other than they can't. look better. That, yeah, which is have Have the, back, have the backup go out there and throw for 400 yards and score three more touchdowns. Well, they had a third stringer. And I, I don't know, I know but I'm just saying you're asking you're asking for the impossible, and I'm telling you that's what it is. Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what needed to be. Okay, we have to get to a break. Uh, I have some other weekend losers, which I just want to toss out real quickly. Uh, we may hit uh, the Big Ten West, a loser of the weekend with a loss to Michigan. That means the Big Ten West in the championship games goes 0-10 in that ever since the Big Ten West was formed. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are a loser of the weekend, lost three out of their last five ball games, including a loss last night in Green Bay. Uh, to Jordan Love and the Packers, who all of a sudden look kind of good. And a story that we'll get into tomorrow, hopefully much deeper, KU football's offense 
don't know if anybody else saw this over the weekend, but Andy Koltanecki, offensive coordinator, leaving KU to go to Penn State. I can't tell you how huge that is. We'll get into more of that tomorrow. All right, let's get to break. When we come back. We'll wrap up the show with some final thoughts in the walk-off. That's the Blitz.